Hello. Hi. Um, I don't expect you to understand what I'm talking about, but I hope that you understand. Uh, but uh, why I do this podcast is that I want to tell you my story and uh, for you to understand who I, who am God and uh, what is heaven and what is the meaning of life and those kind of things. Um, I am uh, very rare and maybe there is no one like me. Uh, I don't know because I don't know every people in this world so I don't don't say that but I have not heard anyone that have the same story as me that um, God have coming down and talk to them now I don't talk about Jesus I'm not talking about Jesus Christ I'm talking about God the creator have coming down and talk to me and uh, no I'm not pride of the it I only uh, I'm not pride because uh, it have been very uh, tough very hard life to know these things and uh, live in in this life that God had planned for me to have. It's very much suffering and sacrifice, sis. And no, it's it's like Jesus say that that is not many that can can uh, follow him wherever he go. And. But I have done it. I had from from the start of family, um, and uh, I have had families many times in my life. I have been an ordinary person before, and. Uh, uh, but uh, the, it started, uh, it had been my whole life, but it started uh, when in 1997. Uh, there was, uh, also in that time, there we could sit and chat with people all over the world. And I have internet, fast internet. And uh, I was talking to men when I was single mother. And, uh, and um, I chat with, with a man in Texas. And I lived in Sweden. And uh, it's been like... Uh, we chat for three weeks and then I decided to, I thought I knew him 
good because we chat every day for some hours and uh, so I buy me a a ticket uh, airplane ticket to Texas and uh, to Lake Jackson uh, Brasilia County close to Houston and I took with me my daughter and she was 12 years old in that time and uh, we go to Texas and I thought when he said that he he had no money I think I was thinking that he was lying uh, that he he didn't want to say that he was wealthy because so like many people uh, think that if you live in Texas then you are wealthy there is no poor people in Texas that's what we we are thinking uh, when we sit in another country because uh, in that time not today is but in that time in 1997 there were only uh, movies from uh, from United States that's showing us very wealthy people like Falcon Crest for example and and family Uring and on those very very wealthy oil business people and um, so I thought I should come to a wealthy man in Texas and uh, he said he was disabled but I had not uh, seen him I have only seen some nice picture of him and but when when I come to Houston and he met me he had no teeth and he he was jumping on one leg and and uh, my daughter she be she be shocked he have no teeth she, she said to me before we come closer to him and uh, then uh, we come home to to him and uh, he live in uh, an area where Mexicans were living those poor Mexicans and so uh, he had a trailer and uh, the home was nice it was very nice home but uh, all around us was it Mexican families and with no garden with uh, it's uh, were poor they have almost no f- furniture and uh, there were no outside life they only working and then when they got the money they have a party and then they were poor again 
until next time they get paid and uh, so that it was a hole in the road and it was no no covering of the of the roads there where we lived and my daughter she be she be so shocked so she she was on her way to die so when uh, when my man uh, went out from the car i i slapped her in her face to uh, make her start to breathe again she she was blue in her face she was so shocked over wh- where we come from uh, too because um, uh, my daughter and i have lived in a very wealthy life uh, with a big house with a three floor big own house uh, and very wealthy and and then we come down to the um, almost the lowest life and um, but I, I come to to fall in love with this man and uh, he did everything for for us and it was we have a nice life but it was because he my my husband had i married him after after some weeks um, and i stay in texas but he never uh, helped me to get a green card so i i stay over the time i was illegal in in united states for for a time and he he was he was uh, to the bar every day drinking with his friends and and i wanted to still working and i work with uh, web design in texas and i have some, he makes uh, some job for me my husband when he was in the bar so i did web design for uh, chevrolet cars and uh, i was also give, uh, done uh, websites for for uh, football and college foot, football league and uh, some other jobs uh, but uh, my husband was he say that i was i was a shopping queen but that was he that was a shopping queen he 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 bought of my money i earn he took everything spent up everything never saved anything and uh, i don't think we have a bank account and um, but I wanted a bank account so that we got one and um, but he was flirting with women 
and uh, and I I understand that he he grew up in the hospital because he was disabled already as a child, and um, the nurse took care of him, and he he was used that all women was for him, so he he was much in flirting and. And he was drinking and sometimes he wanted to make drugs and and I don't want him to do it. But sometimes he have done it anyway. And, and uh, then uh, I, uh, I go back to Sweden with my daughter after, after a time and to only on a vacation going back to Sweden and uh, that my daughter should meet her father and uh, we when we were in Sweden I get a telephone call from my husband and he told me that he had lost his job uh, he was working in in sign design uh, this plastic you put on the car that is um, metallic that you can take on and off as you want on the car he make this kind and but he um, he ha- he told me that he had been to the restroom with the manager's wife and uh, the manager was a pastor for a church and his wife was of course pastor also for a church and he had had sex with her and uh, the manager had opened the door and see them having sex so he he was fired and he told me that and uh, I have to go back to Texas very fast to see what's going on and uh, we had to sell everything in our home and I have taken with me very much things from Sweden and we sold everything. We sold our, we gave away our dog and we sold uh, the cat. We have a ragdoll dog that we have got from his mother when she was, when she died. We got her cat and we sold it, the cat. And, um, we sold everything and uh, and uh, I say that's lucky that that you are married to a Swedish woman because in Sweden we can't be out on the street we always have a home but in the United States if we have stayed in Texas we have been out on the street and we have been homeless so we sold everything and and that money we we got that that give us 
tickets back to Sweden. And of course, uh, we got the home. And uh, and I thought that uh, now when when we're coming back to Sweden, he's in another country. He will never not do like he did in Texas. So I thought he should change, but he didn't change. Uh, when we come to Sweden, he he go to the bar, uh, and uh, and he was flirting with women and do the exactly the same thing, and um, and I I'd, I was working every day and he didn't work. I was working every day as a manager for the city halls. Uh, network for computers and uh, then I also was in uh, the tenants association the direct director for for those that rent apartments there talking to the political people about how to have our home our houses and this and um, and then uh, I make uh, I go to the doctor and help my husband. My husband he, he got a nice wheelchair. He got uh, the scooter to drive around with in Sweden. He got everything. He got new teeth, also for free. Everyone was there for him. They were so surprised and uh, wanted to show him because he was from Texas. And I didn't get any help. But everyone helped him. And uh, and he... So uh, I started to go to the doctor and talk about my husband, that he had only one leg. And they, they say that they should help him to get one more leg. And uh, my husband had a leg hanging, but he had no, no bone in it, no skeleton in the, in the leg. And the doctor said that they could pl- put a metallic pipe like a, like a bone. Uh, in his leg so he can could start to walk again normally walk and I could stretch out his leg so he got the same length of of the leg as the other that was okay and uh, so he come into the hospital and lay down in the bed and the doctor come and the nurse come and uh, they look at him and uh, they say to me that uh, we have to be very careful when we do the surgery on him and my husband um, because he because he he have HIV 
and I was shocked. They was talking like I knew that he had had HIV, <laughs> and I was so shocked, and uh, I had be stressed in my body, and I was thinking that I maybe have killed my daughter because she have had been uh, had accident and bleeding and he have helped her uh, and clean up uh, uh, the wounds and these things and I was thinking now I have killed my daughter and she have got HIV and uh, I was not thinking about myself uh, but of course uh, it come to me also that I maybe have HIV and uh, and could die of AIDS and uh, and I'd be so much stress of it and uh, I felt so disappointed because we have been in Texas in in the United States that I, I love to be in and I was, I was so happy that I could change my daughter's life that she should be living in the United States and she was the best uh, best um, best child in the school student in the school and the teacher, the favorite students for the teacher in the school. And uh, she she was excellent in the school. And I was thinking that she will have this life and uh, success in the United States. And my daughter said that she wanted to be the first female four-ranger president of the United States. That was her ambition, ambition, and to, and I say to her in that time, the foreigner couldn't be president of United States, so I say you can't, because you can't. I say then she said that I want to be a um, ambassador in. United Nation for Sweden instead then she say so that that was she has so big goals and all this was taken away because my husband uh, was cheating on me and uh, and then he had HIV also and everything was destroyed everything fail and uh, and I uh, and then uh, of course when you are weak when you are sick and uh, oh, then you you know suddenly uh, the devil is coming the whole time and try to hit you even more uh, you are dumb down but he want you more down he want to kill you and so he he started to do he show up 
in dreams i i have fight with the devil uh, he was like in a hood uh, and in the hood there was no face i didn't see any face of the devil and um, and i was fighting and it did many things to me and um, I saw him sometimes coming out from people. He really made sure that I knew he was there. And uh, I was stressed of everything. So I decided me one day to make a suicide. I, I was thinking we lived very close to, to the water. And... Uh, I was thinking I should go down in the water and make a suicide or drown myself. And uh, I was waiting only for my daughter to fall to sleep that evening. Uh, but, um, but she got also this uh, feeling that something is, is in, in our home. And in that time was my husband in in Texas. He his daughter had been to us in the summer, and uh, he was flying uh, with her to Texas. So that it was only my daughter and me in the home, and uh, and it was like wind blowing in in our home and um, one one uh, morning uh, my uh, when my daughter was going to the school she's she sit only at the chair and didn't want to to take on her clothes and go to the school and she was crying and i was i've uh, I asked my daughter, what's wrong with you? And she said that I had some terrible dream this night. She said, I, I was out from, from the earth. I saw our planet from distance. And uh, in the horizon, I saw it's burning. It was fire all over our planet. And I was so worried that I couldn't come back to, to our planet. And it, it shaking me. And she was crying and I was so happy that she had this, this spirit in her that she had seen. Because... I, in that time, I had seen some from heaven. I have seen my mother come. Talk, I talked to my mother once. I was up in heaven, and uh, I was in a like a hospital in a in a corridor in a hall, a long hall, and. Uh, 
middle of the hall it was a door um, but open open door and it was only the frame around the door that was there and uh, a hole in that uh, wall of wood and uh, and uh, when it's uh, when I know when I am in heaven because then it showed me uh, old dark oak oak tree oak wood and uh, there was a person standing and uh, she tried to hide herself in the corner between the white wolf and that oak oak wall that uh, divided the long hall and uh, I go go to this person and she tried to hide but then she gave up to to hide so she turned around and I be shocked because it was my mother that was standing there and I, I, I didn't know God I didn't know that that we live after we are dead when we when we walk away from here we go to heaven I didn't know that and uh, she turned around and I said to her how is it to be dead I said to her and uh, the face that she had she you can I saw that she didn't like that question because she was not dead she was alive and uh, uh, so she didn't answer my question but instead she said to me you on earth you think there is only one god but we are many she told me and then she told me that she was a god of a, a, a little city in, in Sweden. And uh, I didn't understand what she was talking about. I understood this when she, she said that, that we are many gods. She didn't talk about the one and only big god. She was talking about small gods that that is doing the work that God wants them to do. So, and, uh, and then that city also, I was thinking, uh, my mother have never lived in that city. Why should she take care of that city? But then, uh, I, uh, after some years, I understood that it was like a rebus. It was a code that she, uh, she was talking about because that that place uh, that city is uh, was was famous for where all the trains come come into that railway station and uh, it's where 
we we go we change the train we go to another train to go to another part of Sweden that was the center the point that a spot where all the trains was meeting each other and uh, so I understood what she talking about that she was in that spot in heaven where people is coming to when they they die and uh, she is one of them that can tell where people should go to where their place in heaven is she was one of them of those small gods that take care of those small business in heaven so and uh, I know that because I I have met an angel and she talked about my mother that my mother was so wise and I understood that she my mother was not an angel she was far away from an angel on here on earth but God used her in heaven because she was so wise she knew about what it is to live on earth so it's one of those with God's grace that he make my mother uh, knowing uh, people that's coming and she know what, what they have come going through here on earth she knew what it is to be like them so she can have mercy on them and and place them where they should be in heaven because there is many mansions in in heaven there is many different places in heaven for people um, and I have talked about that before and I maybe talk about it later on about those places in heaven because I have been to heaven many times so I have seen it and understand it and um, so at I, uh, it was much going on in our home and uh, my daughter said that we thought it was ghosts so we didn't know God we didn't go to church we didn't have a bible at home we didn't know anything we thought it was a ghost and uh, and then uh, we say that we should take contact with those ghosts and ask what they wanted as they were flying around like because it was much wind around us and we have no windows open and and but but still it was air moving around touch us caress us uh, our faces and those things and um, so we we sat down with the 
candles on a, on a table and we have all the lights on in our home and and suddenly and we sit and wait and suddenly it started to happen that uh, that uh, suddenly it was standing Jesus Christ in our room and that's not uh, Jesus Jesus Christ is not Jesus Jesus Christ is this one that have white hair and white beard Jesus is the one in he he is in his 30s so there there is uh, people that is like higher priest in heaven uh, and they have white hair and white beard and um, and Jesus maybe have been uh, changed to be a higher priest in heaven and uh, get a white hair and white beard so that's a different one and that's Jesus Christ and so he was had my father with him that my father that have died uh, for 30 years earlier and uh, my father talked to me and other spirits was talking to me and and uh, and Jesus Christ was talking to me about my childhood abusive childhood and uh, and then when he stopped and talking to me Jesus Christ it's come uh, loudly voice like a military voice in the air and that was God God the the one and only God Almighty and he was talking about my future and uh, he also told me who he was so I could not adapt that it it was God that was talking because he's he said to me that he was the one that was talking to Sarah and Abraham. So so he confirmed that he was what he was. <laughs> and uh, so there I know and I from that moment he was talking to me. I know know his voice so I know for sure there is not the devil that talked to me because I know the voice of God Almighty because he was talking to me for a long time and uh, then I I left I have no choice uh, it was no choice but I could have gone down to to the water and kill myself but that was not in my mind anymore I only knew that I have to leave Sweden and my daughter have to go back to her father in Sweden that is millionaire and he's very wealthy 
so that was not bad for her and uh, it was only that her father didn't wanted her his daughter coming back to him he wanted to be free he wanted to be a bachelor real bachelor but he had to take the daughter because i couldn't take her with me to united states because i didn't know where i should go i didn't have any home in united states i didn't have any person to go to in united states so i couldn't take her with me as it it was not safe for her to come with me so i stopped to pay all the bills so i could get a, a flight ticket to united states so uh, my my daughter's father he ca- came in the morning uh, december 18 year 2000 he came and it was a icy morning it was icy on the roads and it was cold but uh, this uh, clear clear sky blue sky that morning when i when i left and he took our daughter with him home and and some of my belongings did he take take with him uh, that was a little uh, i didn't want to leave it because it was something that w- didn't belong to my husband my texas husband so i wanted my daughter to have those things and then i had uh, I have wanted a, a chain and a, around my ankle on my foot, around my foot, around my ankle, and it was a key hanging, and it was, I say, it was the key to my heart that my husband had got. And um, I took it off when I was leaving my home and lay it on the table in the kitchen, uh, telling my husband that he have not the key anymore to my heart. So I left, and uh, I left for to tra- to fly to Seattle in Washington state in the morning December 18 and uh, I will tell you my story here uh, in different parts this is uh, the part one and I am coming back to to more what God was talking to me uh, that uh, evening when I should make a suicide. Uh, I will explain it more later on. So 
I hope you will will uh, listen at my story. I di- it doesn't matter for me, but it does doesn't matter for you. It doesn't it doesn't matter for me because my work for God is to tell my story, but that's it. I I can't force anyone to listen to my story. I can't force anyone to believe in what I'm saying. I can't force anyone. But my work is to tell the story. And then it's up to you if you want to listen. If you want to believe it. Or if you think that I I lie. But it's up to you. It's not me. It's uh, your doing. Your um, your decision and you're responsible. It's not mine. I only tell my story. So I hope you can. You want to hear more of what's happened in United States. Even if you love United States. Uh, and it's gonna be many, uh, many things that maybe you don't like because you don't want to hear that side of United States, how it can be to be homeless and poor and and be a foreigner in United States. Uh, but if you want, I, I'm thankful. And God loves you anyway, whatever you decision you do. He wants you the best. And the best is to listen to me and come to understand who I am God and, and come closer to God by listening to, to what I'm saying. Because he's talking to you through me. Because my story that I, I'm going to tell is his story. It's God's story. It's not my story. It's God's story. So thank you. God bless you.